Hi, and welcome to the Uncredible Podcast. I'm Brad, joined as always by my co-host, Jake. What's up, Brad? Jake, it has been... It's been an interesting... It's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting year in general. Um, But I know we both were going into this podcast today, this conversation, and we, we had a little discussion. Are we going to... You know, just do a normal podcast and pretend like everything is fine in the world, or if we're going to address the elephant in the room. And, and I think we both agreed that uh, you know there are things going on around us that are that are too big to ignore. And this episode this week, look, I know that you guys aren't tuning into this podcast to hear our political views or our personal views on world events. You tune into this podcast to listen to us talk about food, but I think we'd be remiss if we didn't take an opportunity to use our platform to have an open conversation about everything that's going on around us right now in the world. And I think that's what today's episode is going to be just an open conversation about what we're seeing, what we're experiencing. I I think we'll probably keep it pretty uh, Indianapolis centric um i i know i for one don't really feel that well equipped equipped to discuss happenings around the rest of the country but yeah jake uh let me let me throw it to you um you know what are you what are you feeling what are your thoughts about just everything that's going on right now with the black lives matter movement with uh we're still dealing with covid19 in a weird way Uh, It's just a a truly bizarre time right now, but uh, we we didn't discuss this at all before we started recording. We wanted this to be an an organic, natural conversation. So tell me tell me what you're feeling, what you're thinking right now, man. Yeah, it's it's such a a wide range of different emotions. You know, I I can't Mm -hmm. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm heartbroken. I'm confused. I'm concerned. It's just like every emotion that I feel like, or most of the emotions a human being can have, I feel like I'm having them all at the same time. And I don't know, man, it's, it's weighing heavy on me. I, I couldn't sleep well last night. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that it started out where, you know, you watch the video and I, and I hit you up earlier in the week and I'm like, bro, this is, this is just terrible. Like, you know, and, and I think luckily for the most part, it was pretty universal. Everyone was condemning the actions of, you know, the heinous actions of that police officer who, I mean, mm-hmm. let's call a spade a spade. I mean, he murdered him in broad daylight on the street in front of people while they were recording. And it's just, I mean, it's just terrible. And so, you know, as a white male and as you're a white male, it it's hard because, you, you know, I, I can't put myself, unfortunately, in those shoes and know what it's like to be an African-American for one single day. So it's it's hard to know, you know, what it's like growing up black in America. But, you know, I, it's just it, I, I'm someone who has a lot of civic pride. I love the city of Indianapolis. Sure. I, you know, i I care deeply about it. And so, you know, just, I, we got the kids up, 
We explain to them what is going on in our country, specifically what's going on in our city. We tried our best to put it in terms that a nine-year-old and a six-year-old can understand. And it's still, it's still challenging, man. But we, we loaded them up, we drove them through downtown and we just said, Hey, we don't want any questions. We don't want you talking. We're just going to soak this in. And we want you to remember, you know, that I, I, I wish, I wish I was more eloquent and I wish I could put the words um, together in, in a way that was mm-hmm. just, you know, could really convey the way I feel. But, you know, I, I almost like, and I'm a pretty fun loving, you know, goofy guy that, you know, like we keep this podcast so light, so fun. Uh, you know, we talk about food and like, you know, I, I was almost brought to tears just I mean, I was really fighting back tears today, just driving through the city. And I think I'm, I'm viewing it through a lens of a father, you know, trying to explain this to my kids. I'm trying to view it through the lens of as a business owner, and I'm seeing the destruction to other people's businesses and property. Um, I'm trying to do it as a, as a, a loving human being that sees that there's a lot of anger and rage and, uh, pent up you know, just frustration. And it's, it's just, there's so many emotions that, um, that you, you feel at one time. And I, I don't know if this podcast is going <laughs> to, I don't, I don't have any, um, ideas that it's going to, you know, solve what's going on, but I, f- I just, it just didn't feel like the right time to have like just a, a goofy conversation. And like you said, you know, we're still dealing with, with a, a pandemic and, um, and it's just, I mean, life in America, I mean, for the first time in a long, long time, like it is, there's not a whole lot of hope in, in America right now. So, um, but yeah, w- what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's such a it's such a surreal feeling, and and such a a strange strange place to be in emotionally. So, Candace and I were were downtown on Saturday evening. We had dinner. Uh, we were celebrating our anniversary. We were excited. There were some opportunities to go out and eat uh, outside. We went to Fat Dan's, one of my favorite local establishments. Wanted to, uh, you know, support those guys. So we go out. We have dinner. We we walk back up Mass Ave. We're just, you know, spending time together, enjoying each other's company. And uh, you know, we went up to uh, Gordon's Milkshakes up there on Mass Ave. Got a milkshake and. And we were walking back, and just as we were walking back, the crowd started coming through. And Saturday, you know, I've been watching the the live streams on Facebook and things like that all weekend long. And Saturday was by far, from what I've seen, the biggest uh, demonstration, the, the biggest numbers that have been out there. And there were thousands of people marching together up and down the city on Saturday. And I and I have to say, it was it was inspiring. It was, I I had so many positive emotions about what was happening Saturday during the the early evening before the chaos started to take place. Um, You know, I had, I had some pride for all of these people who were out marching for something they believed in. I do feel like it is an important cause. I, I support, uh, 
you know, not, <laughs> I, I want to be careful. I, I don't support all of the messaging. I think that, uh, you know, the anti-police messaging and things like that in general is, is a little bit dangerous, but I definitely support and understand that there is injustice and there is inequality. And, you know, even though I don't, you know, personally see it on a day-to-day basis from my eyes, I know that, uh, you know, that there is still a struggle and, and, let me preface by saying that we are the two least equipped people to be having this conversation Two white men. Um, so I, I just want to throw that out there that, uh, you know, take, take my opinion or leave it. It's, it's just you know, my experience. But so we're out there seeing this, this demonstration. It was, it was peaceful. The people were coming through. Um, sure. Some of the, the, the chanting was vulgar and, and things like that, but can, can I make, um, can I make one quick point? Uh, and I'll sure. let you get right back to it. But I think too many people have that same feeling and it keeps people quiet where you feel like, Hey, I'm not the right person or the right voice to, you know, have this conversation. But really as an American citizen, we are the right voices. And so, yeah, do we, do we know what it's like to be black? No, we're, we're very privileged in a lot of ways. We've been very blessed in our lives. But at the same time, like if no if no one is have is dialoguing and no one's actually talking about what is going on and they feel like they've got to remain silent, then I don't know how true change ever actually happens if if we're not willing to have conversations with our family and our friends and with you know people uh, that might have different viewpoints and that's okay. But I, I think it's important to talk about it and not feel like, Oh, I got to be quiet because I'm not African American or I'm not, you know, uh, a minority or I'm not, you know, close sure. to this situation where, you know, we, we do see it and we are a part of it, uh, as Americans. And so I think, you know, I know what you mean. Cause I said it earlier in the show, but yeah, like, at the same time, I'm glad we are having this conversation. I'm glad we are talking about it. Um, and so, so yeah, I'll let you get back to your point, but I just wanted to kind of, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a fair point. I just, you know, I, I feel the need to preface. I, I don't want anyone to think that, uh, you know, we take ourselves too seriously or anything like that. Um, I think but- they know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Unless this is your first episode, then you probably have a good idea of that. But so we're we're watching this demonstration. The people are coming through, and and like I said, like I felt I, I felt a lot of positivity because it was peaceful. Um, you know, there was there was a little bit of of anxiousness and just you know not knowing what was going to happen and seeing what had happened Friday night. But in that moment, it was it was it was a great thing that they were doing. And, and, you know, people might disagree with me on that, but I think that any American should feel the freedom to go out and march and protest peacefully about anything that they believe, whether I agree with uh, your stance or not. I think that that is, that is a part of being American is being able to express yourself with freedom of speech. So, you know, to even see that, happening was was a beautiful thing and then my wife and I leave we head back home uh you know before dark and then we're in our beds uh we've picked up our kids and and we're you know going to bed for the night and we we're scrolling through Facebook and we start to see the the live videos of the riots beginning and the vandalism and you know we probably watched that for no less than I don't know an hour and a half maybe maybe two hours of of just this 
this chaos and this vandalism and smashing out bank windows and lighting a fire in, in the bank of Indianapolis and, and Huntington bank. And, you know, I just, my, my heart sank, man. It was, I, I felt so discouraged from where things had turned from this positive experience, this positive movement that I saw a, a few hours earlier had devolved into this in just a matter of, of, of the time it took us to get home. And, you know, to see, like you said, these business owners who, you know, I think you and I both have a, uh, we're both very business minded people, you owning a business and me being in management. Uh, you know, we, we look at these things and we see these things and we see that, you know, these business owners haven't done anything wrong. They're just being, they're, they're victims to this, this riot that's, that's escalated out of control. And it's, it's so heartbreaking to see, you know, windows being smashed out of, of Jack's donuts, or, you know, we drove by, uh, this afternoon to, to just see, and, and all of these buildings boarded up these restaurants that, you already knew we're struggling through COVID yeah. to make ends meet. And then now they're dealing with this and it's, it's just so discouraging to see, you know, a, a positive message in that, you know, we should be aware of police brutality. We should be aware of discrimination. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that we should be fighting for equality on, but then to see it devolve into this where it's creating more bitterness, more spite, more, you know, anger. And, and it just, it seems like it just pulls the floor out of the entire conversation. And, you know, today when we were driving through with our kids, they of course had questions about, you know, the, the spray paint, they had spray painted the monument. They had, you know, spray painted all these buildings, all these smashed out windows. And they had these questions and, you know, in a, in a weird way, the, the the riots were I, I don't want to lend any positive uh credence to to any of the rioting but in a weird way it was effective in that it forced me to have the conversation with my kids about you know we had to take it all the way back to slavery and to racism and and the uh evolution of of slavery throughout this country over time and how there is still discrimination and my kids you know I've tried to protect them from that and and you know I like to believe that you know my kids, really up until this point have never, you know, they've, they've noticed a physical difference in race, but they didn't even have any idea that racism existed. And maybe that's a fault of mine. Maybe I should be teaching them about that, but this did force me to have that conversation and open their eyes to the fact that, you know, there are minor minority groups out there that aren't treated equally to, uh, to white people. And, and it was, it's an, an uncomfortable conversation to have with a, a seven-year-old. Um, you know, my four-year-old was in the car as well. I don't think that she really absorbed nearly as much as he did, but you know, it's just, I, I don't know. I feel like I would have much rather have had the conversation with him about, look at all these people peacefully protesting. This is the message that they're sending. This is why they're doing it. Because then he just had questions about, you know, well, who are the bad people that are doing these bad things? Is, is this a part of the same group or is this different? I'm trying to explain that these are bad actors within the group, but it's not a, 
a semblance of the group as a whole. And it just, well, there's also more confusion. And there's also members outside of the group, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that are just taking this as an opportunity to, Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's so many factors into this and I, and I really, you know, not an expert, just a guy with an opinion, yeah. but it's like, here we are, we've been shut in our house for mm-hmm. two months. We're at record unemployment. We mm-hmm. have had, you know, years of kind of divisive rhetoric, you know, mm-hmm. um, there was the sh- just the horrific shooting in Georgia with, you know, an unarmed jogger, you know? So it's sure. like you, f- I, I can't say like, I'm just shocked by this because you can feel it building and you can feel it yeah. kind of headed in, in a direction, whether it's Charlottesville, what was going on there and what, you know, it's just like this powder keg. And then you add a pandemic on top of it and, and record unemployment and, you've got, I mean, like our whole society is based on, you know, greed in a way and Mm -hmm. just capitalism run amok and, and just, you know, it's we're this consumer culture and we want, want, want. And, you know, and then you add that on top of like everything else that's going on and this horrific thing with George Floyd and it's just like it, the match was lit and the whole thing blew up. And I think the yeah. that I, I'm worried about, I mean, obviously you and I are both same age, 31, you know, we're not exactly, you know, we haven't lived through, you know, segregation and Jim Crow and, you know, we weren't there for Martin Luther King, but like, even when Martin Luther King Jr. was killed, like they didn't do like, um, you know, there weren't riots across the country. Um, and then you have the Rodney King riots in LA in 92, you know, I was four, you were four. We don't remember that, but right. I think what's so unique about what's going on is I don't think we've ever seen it spread so quickly from city to city. I mean, like they're doing this in Grand Rapids, Flint, Fort Wayne, Toledo, Dayton, like those, it's not just like, the biggest 15 cities in the country that you're seeing these riots in. I mean, it's going to, you know, smaller cities too. anyone with like a um, kind of a multi multi ethnic um, population and and enough of a population, you're seeing it everywhere. Um, And so I don't know, it's and a lot of the the rhetoric is so dangerous and it's, I mean, at, at, there's just some that want to see anarchy. They just want to see, see the world burn. And it's, it's sad and it's hard to explain. Like you said, it's really hard to explain to, to your kids. Uh, But I I think it's, you know, we have had that conversation about racism, about slavery before this. So I don't think Mm -hmm. it was as shocking to the kids. I, I don't think we've ever talked about kind of the tension between police in the African-American mm-hmm. community, it's always kind of been on a more broad type explanation. But yeah. uh, so we kind of had to explain what that police officer did. And, you know, not all police officers are bad. You know, the, the vast majority of them are great people that that truly have goodwill. But just like in any group of people, you know, there's going to be bad, bad cops. There's bad everybody. Sure. Uh, and so we th- those conversations are just tough. I think they're necessary. 
And I think the part that I, I really fear is, and I, I hope I'm not being, you know, sky is falling, but like now that so many people have gotten this taste of looting and vandalism and like, where does it stop? Like, is this, and, and what I hope and pray is that this isn't like the new normal that every time there's an injustice right. or there's a, a, just a, a horrible, horrible thing, like what happened with George Floyd or, um, what was it? What was the guy's name in Georgia? Audrey or, oh man. Um, uh, no, I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> that's going to make us sound bad, but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately I can't remember the name offhand. Uh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, that's all right. That's but all right. I guess the overall point is like, I just hope that, that this isn't the, you know, the new normal, and every time there's something sure. bad that happens in our society, which is going to happen again, unfortunately, um, that, that we're not kind of board up the windows, board up the, you know, hunker down, protect your stuff because we're going to have a, a week or two of riots. And, you know, I, I really hope that that's not the case, but the part of me kind of feels like until there's someone who can really come together and unite the country, I, and I, and I don't see, I don't, I don't see that from our leadership at this point. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're, <laughs> I, I, th- I think we're in for it, man. Yeah. It's, it's just such a, again, I, surreal is the, the best way that I can describe kind of my, my feelings on the matter is just, there's, there's already all of this uncertainty with you know, coronavirus. And there, of course, there are going to be conspiracy theorists that come out and say, um, you know, that, that this is all playing together and orchestrated and all that stuff. I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. So uh, those, those arguments are lost on me, but yeah, it's just such a, it makes you wonder if it's, you know, if this erupted because of all of the tension and confusion behind COVID, or if this was, just a matter of time of building up of, uh, you know, all of these injustices that have happened throughout the, the course of, of history, just kind of reaching its boiling point. And, you know, of course we will never have the answers to these questions, but it's, uh, it does leave a lot of uncertainty to, to what the future holds. I mean, you know, if you're a, if you're a business owner and you own a business on the circle, uh, you know, if you're Salesforce, are you going to, keep your headquarters on the circle if riots occur every time that you know something negative happens i mean what is that going to mean for the commerce of the city what is that it, it just creates so many questions to what the future is going to hold that i i don't think we'll be able to answer until it happens it's uh it's truly truly baffling and and again, surreal is just what I keep coming back to. Right. And I think social media doesn't help because. Oh, not at all. It, it, it helps organize. So people can use it to say, Hey, we're going here. We're going to loot here. So, and then the videos, depending on what side you kind of fall on, especially with algorithms that kind of force you know, the content on you that you're already right. kind of inclined to, to believe and want to see it right. just, I mean, I mean, some of the actions of some of these people who, who are just creating chaos are just so, uh, 
ghastly. And, you know, I really had a, a conversation and it's so, it's kind of such a juvenile conversation, but like, it's so true where I was telling my kids like two wrongs don't make a right. Like I a hundred percent agree yeah. with you, Brad, as an American citizen, you have every right to, you know, stand up, speak your mind, protest, you know, do, you know, make your voice heard. You know, I, I, I think that is so constitutional. I think it's absolutely right to do and, and you should do it. And I think there should be more people that stand up, for injustices when they see it and not just like, well, that doesn't affect me. Um, so I'm just going to keep on scrolling. Cause I, I think that that's a form of, you know, I, I don't want to say you're complicit, but you know, it's, it's a form of just not caring about your fellow man and, and not truly understanding, you know, what this country is and, and kind of the beauty of it. But at the same mm -hmm. time, like what, what these people, whether it's Antifa or whether it's, you know, anarchists or bad actors within Black Lives Matters or just people who, you know, some of these people are just people that see it on social media and say, hey, I want to participate in this. You know, I, I sure I, I, I want to be in the action. And, and I have a little bit of curiosity where like you and I talked about going down there tonight and just observing. Yeah. And like yeah. I. So, and not saying, obviously, I want to loot or do anything of the sort, <laughs> but like, I think right. there's people that just get caught up in the mob mentality and that sure. might not even have the intentions of doing it. And, and when they see it happen, they just get caught up in the emotions of it. And so, you know, there's, it's so nuanced where it's not just black or white. It's not just right or wrong. It's like, there's, there's things that are happening that are bigger than just, oh, everyone in this protest is bad or everyone in this protest is, is right. And they have their whole total right to do what they're doing. And it's just like, I, th I feel like that's what our society is kind of boiled down into is that we're so polarized that it's either you're for us or you're against us. And there's no way of kind of dialoguing, actually figuring out like, Hey, what happened to George Floyd was terrible. And the guy's name I looked it up was Ahmad Audrey or Aubrey. Okay. Um, but like what happened to those two gentlemen? And and honestly, there was a, a guy, I forget his first name, but his last name was Reed here in Indianapolis a couple of weeks yeah. ago that was that was killed. I shot like 13 times by some police officers. And I think where people get so mad, and I think it's it's not just the injustice of it happening, but a lot of times, whether it's the prosecutor's office or whether it's, you know, people within the police force, they have this immediate reaction to protect their own. And so mm -hmm. you don't always feel like the, the bad cops that do these heinous things get the justice that they deserve because they're kind sure. of protected by the system and it just creates more tension and more ill will and more like hopelessness that nothing's going to happen. And so I'm not saying what people are doing is right, but it's like, peaceful protest really hasn't worked, you know, and, and what, what you feel about Colin Kaepernick and, you know, I don't want to get into that whole conversation, but like relatively on the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty peaceful type of protest. Whether you think it's disrespectful mm -hmm. or not, like that's a different conversation, but like people kind of feel like, well, that's not heard. 
So now I'm going to do this. And that doesn't make it right either. And I'm not trying to justify it, but like, it's just, it's such, such a tough thing. And I I really, I'm worried that, you know, at the end of the day, these police officers are people too. You know what I mean? Like you can't just expect someone to be, you know, hit with bricks, hit with water bottles, hit with whatever's around, cussed at, screamed at, you know, you know, just all these, you know, punch kicked all these things and, and them not to snap too. And so I'm, I'm really afraid that we're going to see a second match, if you will, that lights this thing even worse. And that, that just honestly can't happen. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it. I, I do believe that the people who are coming back at night who are, doing the looting, the rioting. I, I do feel like that is a, it's almost like a separate group of people that are coming in after dark. Uh, and, and I know there's mob mentality. I know there's all this psych psychology that you could go into when, you know, when it is dark and they're, they are being tear gassed and, you know, you start to see people smash windows and you're protected by face masks and, th- and things like that, that people do things that they would never, ever do during the light of day. Um, but, you know, I, I already said I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means. I do uh, believe that there are groups like, you know, Antifa that that are getting involved in, in organizing these events. I mean, even the portion of the protest that we saw uh, was extremely organized. Uh, and, you know, I think that uh, groups that can get together and organize peaceful protests is, uh, I think that's a great thing. And, and if I were to talk any more about Antifa, I would be speaking in total ignorance. So I'm not going to, I know that there's they were deemed a, a a terror a terrorist organization today by the president. I, I know nothing about this group um, outside of you know just the the main news headlines. But I think that uh, Antifa or whatever group that they are a part of, I do think that there are agitators that are coming out that are kind of uh, you know sparking these these uh, chaotic events into place. Um, you know there are uh, reports that uh, that I've heard of you know, people, uh, uh, of, of like bricks being dropped near locations and things like that during these protests that are later used, um, to smash out windows and things like that. So I do think that there is, there's something at, at play that's, that's a little off. I don't know what, you know, what organization or what group it is, or, you know, if it's just anarchists that, you know, really want to create some chaos. Uh, but it's, it's such a a tragedy to me personally. Um, you know, my personal opinion is that it's it's just so tragic to see these these businesses being attacked and being looted, and seeing you know the Menards by my house has pallets stacked in front of the entrance every night to avoid people from coming in, and Target closing 170 locations just because they're worried that people are going to break in and, and loot their stores totally unprovoked by anything that these organizations have done. And, you know, that's the part of this whole thing that I hope that we can get a, a quick grasp on and, and get under underhand because, you know, like I said before, the economy is already 
so tattered and in such shambles from the COVID, uh, you know, shutdowns that, that I am terrified to see what's going to happen if our economy has to face even more turmoil over the next few weeks, even more losses from, uh, all these businesses due to riots and looting that are, you know, seemingly doing nothing positive for the cause, but only putting a negative tint to what is otherwise a, a positive and worthy movement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the silver lining and if I'm, cause I'm, I'm reaching hard, man, I'm looking for one, but I please, think, please give me a silver lining, Jake. I need something positive. I just think that this is too big to ignore anymore. I, I think there's too much spotlight. There's too much attention. This affects the majority of U.S. citizens in some way where, you know, more, more than ever in the history of mankind, you have more people living in, you know, city centers versus, you know, on the outskirts. And so, like the majority of the population now lives in major cities and it's happening in every major city across the, you know, the country. And like, you just, you can't ignore it. You can't miss it. And so maybe, maybe just maybe the fact that this is happening can encourage people to start dialoguing. Cause I I really think that's, that's what it comes down to me. And Mm -hmm. I could be wrong is that, as, as a country and as a society, we have lost the ability to talk to one another. And that's kind of what I wanted to have this conversation because, you know, you and I see eye to eye on a lot of things, but we don't see eye to eye on everything, especially politically. Sure. And so the fact that, you know, two people with different views can sit down, have a conversation and, you know, talk about their feelings, talk about how they feel about things. And, mm-hmm. and also talk about, you know, the injustices and what, what's gone on, um, and the, the dangerous rhetoric and, and all the, you know, I, it's just, there's so much bad in the world, but there's also so much good and there's so much, you know, you know, I was another thing that really touched me today as I'm driving through, there's so many people that it came out this morning that had brought their brooms, brought their, you know, mm-hmm. dustpans, and they were just there to help clean up. And so not only do you have the worst of humanity looting and starting fires and assaulting people and, you know, three people were killed in Indianapolis last night. Like that's, that's just simply not okay. And at the same time you wake up, it's a new day and people are like, Hey, let's come together as a community. Let's help rebuild. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, I really, really hope that people can at least start a dialogue and start kind of looking at, you know, people as people and saying, Hey, you know, I, I used to think that it was bogus or I thought that this or that, but now I'm starting to see that, you know, yeah, I, I can understand that, you know, based on which it shouldn't be, but based on the color of your skin, you know, you're treated differently. You're looked at differently. You're, you know, you're, you're not, you, you didn't get dealt the same hand and and how do we move forward? And how do we start doing a better job of holding bad police officers who do bad things? And how do we get the justice that, that they deserve while also not protecting them and making sure that, that they kind of get a reduced sentence or they get by with something that if 
anyone else in society did it, they would not, you know, if, if I pinned you down on the street and, you know, on your neck for nine minutes and killed you, you better believe that I'd be sent to prison. And, and you just want to, you want to have faith that justice is going to prevail and it's going to, you know, and, and that the people who are responsible get held accountable. And I, I think for a long time, at least I, I can only speak for myself, but I kind of feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that get by with things based on who they know, based on, you know, sure. the money they have, the, you know, connections, or, you know, they're protected by a, a certain system. And that's not justice, you know, that, that's not right. And I think we as a society will be, you know, someday a move in a right direction will be starting to hold people accountable that deserve it and can't buy their way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think you make some good points there. Um, yeah. Well, Jake, um, you got a car we, coming uh, tonight. <laughs> I, I got a car coming. Um, I, I think that this is a, you know, definitely a, a very different podcast from what we've ever done in the past. Um, but I, I'm glad that we had this conversation today and I, I'm sure that this is a conversation that you and I will continue to have, but you know, hopefully if nothing else, you know, hopefully we encouraged uh, some other people out there who might be hesitant to share their opinions uh, to, to have an open dialogue. Uh, you know, if you feel that way, don't, don't hesitate to, to reach out to your friends. You know, this is, these are conversations that, that need to be had and, you know, we shouldn't, let uh, all of this that's that's happened it just go to go by the wayside. I think that if nothing else, this should be a wake up call to all of us to take a, a closer look at everything around us. That you know, if you see an injustice, uh, you know, to to be aware of it and to you know, all work together to to try and make things better. And and at the same time, if you're you know, if you see. Uh, people acting out and, and destroying businesses and things like that, that we can hold them accountable to. And, you know, hopefully we can at some point reach a place in this country where, uh, you know, we're, we're in a much better place in the future than we are right now. And hopefully that future comes soon. Um, but, <laughs> I agree with but that. it's hard to tell. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Jake, anything, uh, any parting words of wisdom, anything positive you want to leave us off on? I know, to totally change the subject, I know that you you ate outside. You ate at a restaurant right. uh, yeah. for for the first time since the since the shutdown. A couple times. Uh, anything? Yeah. Okay. I, we went to. So my wife, she's beautiful, and I love her to death. Uh, she turned thirty one yesterday. So uh, so my mom was nice, and she watched the kids uh, one day during lunch, and so. We were able to go to Taxman, uh, which is a local brew pub mm -hmm. in Indy, uh, which delicious. Had, yeah, it was really good. Um, so, so that was good. And then uh, we actually went down to Nashville, Indiana, uh, with with my family, and we we all got these um, rooms, and uh, and then we we went out to dinner at Brozini's down in Nashville. So, okay. uh, and then we went hiking the next day. So, so we had a good weekend, uh, sans this, uh, <laughs> crazy looting and rioting, uh, that's going on. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, 
it's just nice sitting in a restaurant, having a server. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that felt nice to get back to normal. Um, and then, and then the wheels just come off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you, you can tell that, uh, I was happy to just be out when we've been waiting for 45 minutes, <laughs> not to, not to bash, uh, fat dance. I love fat dance. Um, but we were waiting for 45 minutes and finally I grabbed the server and just asked, you know, Hey, is there an update on when the food might be out? And, uh, he had forgotten to put the food in, and, okay. uh, but you know, we still weren't upset. We were just so happy to be at a restaurant that, you know, it was okay. We waited an hour for our food, but it was fine. We, we still, uh, you know, felt for the guy, left him a good tip. And, uh, we were just so grateful to he's be at a restaurant. He's out of practice, that, you know, he's out of practice. Yeah. He's, that was our, that was our thought. You know, it's been a while since they've served this many people and you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, yeah, it was good to get back out, and uh, I'm excited about uh, next weekend. We're going uh, tubing together, I believe. So yeah, uh, now that I've said it on the podcast, it has to happen. So can, can uh, we acknowledge one quick thing on a, on a lighter note? Sure. Yeah, I think you have like literally the worst food takes in. I, I somehow. <laughs> oh, uh, we're out of time. Jake. No, <laughs> I I got I got acknowledge that like. <laughs> every time we put our list up together, it's not, I don't think it's my lists are that great. I think my lists are actually probably uh-huh. pretty bad, but like your lists are just that terrible. Your own mother votes against you half the time. And That's she, true. She's always like, sorry, Brad. And she, te- she's, she hits us up on the DMS, but um, my family has started coming up with nicknames for you. Um, okay. One is, uh, I believe it's a, uh, <laughs> Hold on. She, she texted me tonight. Uh, she said, hey, could you tell Brad while you're with him that I refer to him as, I'm going to guess it's PUD, P-U-D, uh, more <laughs> okay. than once a week. So I, I don't know what that. Don't, what does that even mean? <laughs> maybe pudding. I'm to look it up. No. I'm, I'm oh, it's pudding. I th- yeah. I thought there was something. You said something about pudding at some point i don't know but uh i don't think so <laughs> but my my younger brother calls you soft serve brad uh because okay. of your uh your, your affinity for chinese soft serve at the chinese buffet and then uh, i'm gonna rattle off a couple terrible things and see if you actually like this stuff um so i i just looked up pud on urban dictionary don't don't <laughs> don't search that it's not a very <laughs> kind oh man <laughs> It's 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 slang for male genitalia. So oh, that's, that's so nice. Yeah, my, yeah. my family loves you, Brad. Appreciate uh, the fan mail, guys. <laughs> so real quick, um, do I need to censor that? I think we're okay, right? I think so. You, you did a pretty nice job censoring it. Um, okay. Do you like Miracle Whip? That's okay. Okay. Do you like margarine? Uh, no butter. Okay. And then last one, do you like cool whip? I'm not a big whipped cream guy. I mean, I'm okay. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not. There you go. That's not, that's not terrible. I mean, okay. At the worst, you, you, you think miracle whips. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Miracle whip, cool whip. um, They're both interchangeable to me. If you were going to the grocery store, would you get the ready whip in the can and pay the little bit extra? Or do you go with the cheap cool whip? If I wouldn't buy whipped cream at the grocery store. I don't keep whipped cream in my house. No one eats it here. 
dude, we we'll make a special trip to the grocery store for out of whipped cream. Really? Yeah. We, How much we, do you guys use some whipped cream? Dude, sometimes we just squirt it into our mouths. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm saying like my we kid. Have, we have a serious first half of the podcast, and now we're down to genitalia nicknames <laughs> and uh, Jake's uses for whipped cream. We're, we're back, baby. This is our sweet spot. You can't hold us down. <laughs> Uh, gosh, I, the sad thing is, is probably most of the people shut us off about 15 minutes in and they're never going to get oh, to this part, sure. but, um, yeah, but it gives me hope for next week. I think next week, no matter what we've done, our serious show, let's, let's, yeah. let's get it back. I, I've got a good topic that I came up with. I'm going to, I'm going to tease that at the end where also no one's listening at this point, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, we should try to find a way to record it while we're on the tubes going down the river. Uh, see net net. I wonder if we just do it with an iPhone. I mean, the sound quality. Let is not us know be great. on Instagram if you guys are willing to sacrifice sound quality for us to record the podcast live from the tubes. If so, we'll do it. Oh man, that's going to be the highlight of my summer. Just floating down Sugar Creek. I'm excited, man. Let's let's do I'm it. I'm excited. Okay, All right, Jake. Man. Anything else before we wrap it up for today? I got a truck in the driveway. I got to go meet. Okay, get g- get your new pilot, man. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for us this week on the Uncredible Podcast. As always, send your feedback to uncrediblepod uh, at gmail.com or you can reach us at uncredible underscore pod on Instagram. And we'll see you next week on the Uncredible Podcast. Uncredible Podcast.